Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Not against you, Winnipeg. I'm not against the Jets. When are they going to face facts? Kevin Sheveldayoff said last week, the general manager of the Jets, once we get our guys back, once we get Ehlers back, we're a different team. Darren Dreger, whom I love like family, was singing from that same hymn book. And I'm like, I just don't see it. And I think at some point they need to wake up and smell the coffee. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome to Hour 2, everybody, of the RP Show, coming to you live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, our home for a 60-show residency. We're live across Canada on the Game Plus television network and also streaming live on YouTube. Listen, we got a lot to get to, including last night's Flames win over the orders in the latest Battle of Alberta, the third this season. 3-1 3-1 in the saddle room, but I'm not going to delay this any longer because it's a huge thrill to welcome to the broadcast Hockey Hall of Famer, the great Lanny McDonald, the most famous mustache in Canada. How you doing, Lanny? I am doing great, especially after last night's game. Uh, couldn't have gone uh, much better than that. Wasn't it rocking in there? And Did it have a playoff feel to you? Did you feel that? Well, it really did because if you think about the standings, uh, if they win, they're uh, seven points behind, and yes, we still have a couple of games in hand, but to all of a sudden them be 11 points behind us and we still have games in hand, that could not have gone better. It was a perfect night, you're saying? It was a perfect night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the viewers, everybody knows, but I'm just going to say it, 1,111 NHL games for Lanny McDonald. 11-11. How about that? 500 goals. Man, I got a lot to get to with you. 506 assists. He's right in that 500 goal club. I didn't realize you just made it by the skin of your teeth. Well, hey, that's a great club. Well, they call it the 500 club. Why would you waste time and go to 502 or 510? <laughs> just I'm in it. the 500 club. Why not win the Stanley that? Cup in your last game? Yeah, well, it, to score my 1,000th point, I think it was on uh, March 7th, uh, the 21st was the 500th goal, and then win the Stanley Cup all in a span of about two, two and a half months. I'm out of there. Like, <laughs> I know. 16 years, it was so good. Well, so I was watching you on television the other night. I ran into you at the Flames game the other night, and the guys asked you what you're doing now. You seem busier than you've ever been. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've had so much fun. After, the, after my playing days were over, I worked for the Flames for about 10 years, went into the oil and gas business for 15, and then took over as chairman of the Hockey Hall of Fame in yeah. Toronto. I work uh, part-time with the Calgary Flames, uh, helping the sales and marketing department. And then uh, I help out with uh, Darcy Tucker and, and uh, Cassie uh, Campbell-Pascal uh, with all of Scotiabank's programs, uh, kids' programs across the country. I am busy, but I am having a blast. You have to be. Well, and I'll tell you, too, I was going to 
pick up my good friend Bob at the airport today. And I got to be careful here because we're sponsored by Capital GMC. And there's a Capital here in Calgary. Ooh. Right. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm listening to Fan 960. Is it Southeast Dodge? No, just East Side Dodge. East Side Dodge. Tell them, Lanny. Tell them. That commercial's been running for 25 years, I think, hasn't it? 31. <laughs> right. And I thought, how big a Dodge truck Lanny must have from this place? What do you drive? Uh, Dodge 1500. It's right out there in the parking lot. I absolutely love that truck. Is it red? No, it's black. All of our vehicles are black. Black on black on black. Yeah. Lo love that. Well, by the way, Lanny, myself, and Chris Walby are going to be speaking mm -hmm. in Assiniboia April 9th. Have you ever done a event with Big Blue Door? Do you know him at all? No, don't. I look forward to it. He's a beauty. Uh, it's <laughs> it's hey, going to be so much fun. You know what? And when you go to a small community, and I shouldn't say small uh, community because they'll draw people from all oh, yeah. over. You want to have fun. Uh, you you want to enjoy yourself. Make sure they enjoy themselves. And I can't wait. Thirty five hundred people in that town, and I do it pretty much every year. And now that I, the last one was Brock Lesnar and Marty McSorley. And the best part was I never seen Marty worry about being beaten up. <laughs> but Brock Lesnar was the other speaker, right? Hey, I did a banquet uh, in Manitoba, and I'm trying to think uh, where it was with Brock. And he is a massive man. Like, yeah. you're not, you don't want to cross him. And whether you're Marty McSorley or not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You mind your P's and Q's. Well, just because you always like to know what you're getting into with an event. We all do. Yeah. Just so you know, the second last one I did was with Tiger. And he knocked out the auctioneer. Oh, geez. Which I know that you're not falling off your chair, clearly. But he cut him. And thank God the auctioneer was a Leaf fan and he thought it was awesome. Otherwise, we'd have been in a lot of trouble. I, I can guarantee you I'm not knocking out anyone. Well, uh, we're, we're you haven't been there yet. We're going to knock them out having fun. <laughs> exactly. Well, you just I'm just telling you what you're getting into. It's pretty wild down there. <laughs> I love it. Which I know that you like. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of wild, <clears throat> they're saying this town has not been this flames crazy since 04. And I get it. Yep. Um, how about Totter to Foldy last night, though? Like, you know, I texted uh, Brad Trey Living as soon as that trade was made and said, good on you. Uh, two things came to mind right away. First of all, you add a top six uh, forward, and you get them a month before the trade deadlines, uh, like history. And now... You look at the dividends he's paid already. I think that's seven goals and four assists. Yeah. Well, he's going to end up with 20-plus goals. So will probably uh, uh, the young guy from, not young guy, from uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you've got six guys having 20-plus goals. That, that has not happened in a long time. And uh, good for them. The plus-minus on the team is so attractive right now. Mm -hmm. I, I am so happy for the team and the guys. Well, I, I apologize to Lanny before we went to air because I pretty much ambushed him outside the suites <laughs> the other night. And the game had not quite yet started. That was the Montreal game. Um, how much of the game are you able to see? Because it seems like you're paying close attention, yet you're mobbed all the time. So, it, it, <clears throat> You know what? Uh, when you help out the sales and marketing department, I did two speeches that night before... Uh, uh, 
they they hold these dinners, top shelf club, and then visited with a couple guys, a couple tables in uh, the Platinum Club, and then visited seven suites. I was done at the end of the first period, and I got to sit and watch the last two periods, and what a great okay. game that was. That the Montreal game, yeah. sure. But here's I just wondered how much you were able to see last night because after the first I'm thinking the Flames might just want to play with four guys all night because they had more scoring opportunities shorthanded yeah. than even strength. Well, and I saw the entire game oh, you last did? night. I I did not want uh, uh, to be interrupted even when people were visiting upstairs in the <laughs> in the alumni suite. Uh, it was like I put my shoulder against the wall so I could only kind of be visited on one side. We had some friends from Edmonton. Uh, he was wearing a Calgary Flames shirt. She was wearing an Oilers shirt. They must have been sold out of Flames jerseys. It, that's all I can Were they speaking of. to each other? I, actually, they're pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they, they get along great. So, uh, Kelly and Tracy, hello. But some games are more important than others is what you're telling me. This was one that you weren't going to spend visiting. No. And you know what? I, I love the fact that uh, uh, the Flames hung in there last night and to score the, the big first goal to kind of get them on the way. And then that shot by Tyler, uh, uh, that was an absolute rocket to the top corner. And now you're holding on, and then the ref gets in the road, and, and now all of a sudden it's 2-1. Uh, but Johnny and, and Lindholm, and what a player Lindholm is. He, he is uh, Hawk and Lube plus. Uh, and he was good. Oh, yeah. He, he was so good. Uh, and, and to see Lindholm kind of uh, take control of that line, and he's up Johnny's game. He's up Matthew's game. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, the sense that I get, having followed this team for a long time, but not being the, a quasi-Flames fan, uh, nobody saw it coming. No, every, everyone <laughs> you know? thought we were going to be right in, in kind of that mix uh, uh, for the last kind of one, two mm -hmm. uh, playoff spots. Uh, but probably the best thing that happened last year was Daryl came in for the last 30 games. and. There were some good points and there were some tough uh, losses. And by doing that, he kind of set the tone. This is the way it's going to be. And you look at how Johnny's playing, how Matthew's playing, uh, how Manny is playing. And I'm speaking of Manapajani. Um, I, I call Ma him Manny. Go ahead. Mango? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mango Manapajani. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, yeah. He's great. He, re he reminds me a lot of Joey Mullen and uh, Doug Gilmore. Uh, not that big, but not afraid to go to the corners, the dirty spots, uh, fight for area in front of the net, scores big goals, falling down, just finds the puck. Do anything it takes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so cool. So do you think that this team has it? You're probably getting that all the time. Do they have what it takes to win a Stanley Cup? Well, you can't win a Stanley Cup without goaltending. And to have Vlador uh, go in and beat Colorado the other night, uh, and good for the coaching staff, and probably because they knew we were going to play five games this week, and tough games. You, you play Washington tonight, you play uh, Tampa Bay uh, on Thursday, and Edmonton last night. So you can't 
just play Markstrom or he's going to be absolutely exhausted come playoff time. But you also look at their defense, and Shillington has upped his game from the start of the year to now. Uh, you, you look at uh, the two big boys, uh, the so-called uh, third pair. Zadorov and, yeah. and Gabranson. Who wants to go against them? You're going to get whacked and hacked down the boards. You're going to get beat up in front of the net. And they are playing great. And the team chemistry right now is so good. And a guy like Lucic, uh, who is one of the fan favorites, is he's skating better than I've seen him skate for years. I know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, they, they're, they're, they're characters, and they have character. Yep. You haven't even brought up Kachuk, and look what he did last night with a stick behind between the legs. You know, that play. we were having an alumni skate just before Christmas, and he had scored a couple of those goals, so we're all trying it. Well, we were falling into the net, falling into the boards. I don't have any clue how he can do that that well at top speed and the speed of the game. And even though he lost the puck last night, He's trying it. The goalie knows it's coming, and he leaves the far side of the net open, and Toffoli's right there. Distracted him. Tap it in. Yeah, what, what, when you say chemistry perfect. and everything, it was perfect. I, yeah. I was going to save this till the next segment, but I'm going to ask you now, because when you say Vlador and Mangia, you remind me of Don Cherry, and I'm looking up, your, obviously, your hockey DB. Three seasons in Colorado. What's your favorite Don Cherry story from that time? Or do we have time? Oh. Can you limit it to one? Yeah, I, I will. Uh, we're, we're playing against New York Rangers, and, and uh, Don's dog, Blue, always sat right outside his office. And you walked into our dressing room, and his office was right on the right. And everyone knew. You come in, and you just go calmly past Blue, because Blue was guarding the office. And this reporter from New York comes in to try and get a story on game day. And he comes charging in, races around the corner into the dressing room. And Blue grabs him by the back of the leg. He's shaking the guy's leg all over. The guy goes down for the count. Grapes comes out of the office. What's going on out here? And there's Blue. And he doesn't even help the guy. He says, see that, guys? That's the way I want you guys to play tonight. Hungry. And then the poor reporter finally gets up, races out of the room, doesn't even get a story. But that was quite a story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that, Don Cherry, we'll, we'll get into more, and we'll get to some viewer comments and questions when we return with Lanny McDonald. By the way, April 9th in Assiniboia, Lanny McDonald, Chris Walby, and myself. You can get your tickets at Nelson Motors and Equipment in Assiniboia. Look up Curtis Nelson. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Live from the Stage Bar here at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, it's the RP Show, and we are on Game Plus Television. i got to tell you, they moved 1,800 people through the buffet here. It's Calgary's best buffet, just on Friday and Saturday alone. Come on down to Great Eagle, sign up for the club card, 
And it's $9.99 for the buffet. Lanny, I'm not sure. Tell them Rod sent you to the buffet. <laughs> have you been to the buffet here? I, I have not, but now, obviously, i got to try it. It's the best. It's the best. And as Bruce, the voice of Grey Eagle, said, where's the beef? It's here. Prime rib every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It was a four-hour wait, but, Lanny, we could probably do something for you to cut it down to two hours, maybe. Uh, you know? I would never jump the line. No, uh, ne- I understand. Not a chance, uh, and, but I'd get a chance to visit with the people. Yeah, exactly. What would be fantastic? I mean, they say the most famous mustache in... Well, somebody said Calgary today. I said, how about Canada? How about North America? Who rivals it? Doug Sauter, and he's in Oklahoma. Yeah. So he didn't even so count. He's out of it. Rolly, uh, the pitcher. Uh, Rolly Fingers. Rolly Fingers. Uh, but his is like a pencil. So you're that, thinking, I thought you meant Rolly Melanson. Yeah. Because I think he had a mustache too. Yeah. Dennis Marouk. Oh, yeah. He, that was out of control. He had the Fu Manchu. That's right. Uh, Sam Bennett, who used to play here, uh, grew a mustache. Uh, and then he was so embarrassed. Like, he thought he had to shave it off. I said, you've lost your power. Like, grow it back. Mustache power. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you say that, Lanny, because, and by the way, I appreciate so much you coming down and and kelly rudy was down here last week or two weeks ago and he we agreed that this flames team has been talented for quite some time what changed i i think obviously uh the additions they have added in the last two years uh but the coaching staff has made significant improvements uh in how they play they play a fast game. They're in your face. They're, it's attack, attack, attack. They probably have outshot uh, their opponents of at least 40 of the 54 or 55 games they've played so far this year. And when you look at the, their defense, and we talked about the additions uh, there, uh, we didn't talk about Tanev and what a great yeah. player and, and what a great team guy uh, he is. Uh, and then you talk about the goaltending, and Markstrom has played unbelievable, but, but so has Vlador. And then you look at Coleman, uh, you look at uh, what uh, Toffoli's done, but you also look at that third, fourth line, uh, adding Lewis, uh, uh, who's the other guy they added back there, uh, and all of a sudden you've got four lines that are complementing each other uh, with Gabranson and Zadorov and Lucic. No one can take any liberties on any players out there. And guys like uh, Manny uh, and uh, Johnny, who are yep. not, not big guys, and Il- even Dylan Dubé, they feel comfortable, and, and they're playing aggressive, uh, good, hard-nosed, two-way hockey uh, helping out on the back end so they can turn an attack. So what I think you just explained to me was Daryl Sutter hockey. And, and I, I just want to, sorry to jump in, but in L.A., when we were at Super Bowl, Jared Stoll came down, yeah. and he sat in that chair right there, and Stoll said, there's a different Daryl Sutter than you know. There's another side to him that nobody ever sees. Yeah. Have you seen that side of Daryl? D- totally. Yeah. And, and he's even... Uh, he. You look at uh, a guy like Scotty Bowman, who had to change his his coaching philosophy over the years. To uh, when you coach for like five decades, that's what happened. Yeah, and I think Daryl has refined his own coaching uh, to today's uh, players, 
and he has done it exceptionally well and and the team is playing better than i thought they could uh but everyone talks about right now oh are they peaking too soon no daryl's not going to let him off the hook he's going to take this right to the end and they'll carry it all the way through from the viewers jeff caldwell is watching in redmond oregon on game plus tv and he says the rp show just keeps getting better every day that's because of the guests Uh, it's the truth jeff krieger watching in the energy city he says i saw lanny and esteban when he worked for flint or acom what a great guy that was the oil and gas you were talking about that, you spent a lot is, of time in esteban oh, in esteban and wayburn spent a lot of time down there what great people oh yeah absolutely the best um on the daryl thing i was in florida watching the flames when they came through and took on the panthers do you remember that game i, I don't know if you watched that the Flames outshot him yeah. 49-45 and lost 6-2 to yeah. the Panthers. And after the game, Daryl said, whoa, we got a lesson tonight. Yeah. And they haven't, I think they're like 15-2 and two cents or something. Well, you, you also look at uh, the goals that Florida is scoring. They're, they're way ahead of everyone else. Yeah. I, I, there's one other team, I can't think which one it is, but they're up in the 235 where the flames are around 195 uh but we'll take that knowing yeah. full well where we're at and sometimes you need a game like that uh, like the vancouver 7-1 game that they lost and everyone thought oh here we go nope he came right back strong and then you look at uh, even though they lost uh, in overtime the montreal game uh, and go right to Colorado and now come back to Edmonton. Yeah, they're playing good. Well, you know, you've obviously listened to sports radio, I would assume, here. That's yep. what I listen to all the time. And they talk about this 10-game win streak, 11-game win streak. None of those teams were from the 80s that they had tied. They were all 17, 18, or 04. And I just think it was because it was a different game then. Well, it you was, I mean? it was yeah. a different game. Uh, you have to refine your game. You can't lasso a guy or, or uh, reach out and no. pull, pull him back. No, you come with me. Uh, and they've done a great job of uh, uh, not, not only playing a fast game, but making sure they're in front of the guy coming back so they're protecting their own net all the time. And their transition from defense back to offense, like you saw in the Johnny Goudreau goal uh, last night, and what a great pass from Lindholm to send Johnny free, but Johnny finished it off, which gave us that extra uh, uh, goal with, uh, with what, three minutes uh, to yeah, go? Yeah, right around three. Oh, my gosh. W- what a great uh, transition. Well, but I'll tell you, uh, Daryl said after the game, if you saw it, he says, Toffoli, natural goal score. Yep. And I look at you and your 500 goals, you played in that, rodeo lasso time that must have made you real proud to score that many goals back then because these guys now couldn't have played then well you, you know what uh, uh, they would find a way to play these guys are are great athletes and their hand-eye coordination is absolutely phenomenal we talked about kachuk uh, but how well they handle the puck they take it off their skates up to the stick throw a great uh, beautiful uh, saucer backhand uh, pass uh, they're extremely good athletes. Yeah, we would have found a way to do the same thing if we played now, 
but it is fun to watch. Well, you uh, may yes, they're skilled, but maybe you'd have scored eight hundred or nine hundred. You know, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? But but it's the five hundred club, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> well a very exclusive club. They just you just welcomed one in a couple weeks ago. Crosby just hit five hundred. I was like, yes. I'm shocked he didn't have more. Yeah, he's been around a long time. So when I scored my 500th goal, I was number 14 uh, to score 500 goals. And I think Crosby became the 45th or 46th player uh, now to score 500 goals. And you think of Crosby, and he's one of my favorite players, and uh, you think, oh, he must have been there before. Yeah. But he has been so consistent year after year, and every guy he plays with, he makes them better. Yeah, there's no doubt. that. When Sydney hit the 500, I talked about that painting. You've seen it with all the 500. Do you have that? I do have that. Where do you have it? It's pretty cool. It's down in our, uh, uh, we call it the Wall of Shame uh, downstairs, but it is the Wall of Fame. And I think at that time, there there was, might have been 19 uh, players on that, and it's all signed by Each all one. the Hall of Famers. I just, somebody sent me a picture of it the other day, like it's $10,000 to buy now at least, like highly valuable. And then to yeah. be in that, I mean, good for you, Lanny, absolutely. Uh, again, Lanny McDonald with us. He's uh, heading to Toronto later on today. We appreciate the time. And Randy in Winnipeg's watching. He wants another Don Cherry story. Oh, my God. Uh, there, there is so many I, I could tell about grapes. So many I can't tell on the air. Of course. But, uh, come to Assiniboine for that. Yeah. Uh, you, you've got to come to Assiniboine. There's, there's probably three stories I can tell in person. Cannot tell on the air, but grapes made it fun for all of us. I, I will tell a quick uh, grape story. Uh, we were playing the Montreal Canadiens, and Hardy Astrom had a way of pulling himself out of the game uh, if we are playing a tough uh, uh, team. And so Grapes comes in, tells Hardy uh, the trainers want to see him. So Hardy goes in the trainer's room, and Grapes said, no one can hit Hardy in, in warm-up, like shoot wide, shoot high. It doesn't matter because he's going to pull the shoot on us. And so we go out and warm up, and Grapes said, seriously, and he's standing in the corner. We're doing one-on-nothings, two-on-nothings, five feet high, uh, ten feet wide, and Hardy's like – Come on, guys, I need the practice. No shit, you need the practice, Hardy. And How about that? We, we do the entire warm-up, like 500 <laughs> shots, no shots on, on Hardy. Grapes is high-fiving everyone as we come off. We get in the game, we play the game. Uh, we're five minutes in, we're leading the Montreal Canadiens, one nothing, and Rod Langway gets the puck out of their own zone. They haven't had a shot on Hardy. He gets to center ice, lobs it up in the air. You can see it flipping over and over. Lands on Hardy's hip. He had his glove up, missed his glove. Hits him on the hip. He goes down for the count on a lob shot. And they drag him off and like Grapes is like, oh my God, there it goes again. And we end up losing the game three to two. And that's why you hear Grapes tell all those hearty stories. He just abuses him. <laughs>
Do is Hardy still alive? Is he oh, around? I, I'm sure he's got a few pinholes in him from uh, Grapes' darts, oh, uh, but Jerry just oh, abused the guy. But, you know, he reminds me, Don, of John Madden in that the kids think of him as the video game guy or the broadcaster. They never knew that Madden coached, and it's the same thing with Cherry. Yeah. Most people know him as that commentator on Saturday night, but you felt he was a good coach, did you not? You know, Grapes wasn't, he was a great motivator. And we would go through the wall for him. We were just not that good in Colorado. Like, uh, the fact we actually kind of averaged six or 7,000 a game was a bonus uh, in Colorado. But Grapes wasn't a technical coach, and you didn't have a whole lot of other help behind right. the bench at that time. And Grapes just, like, you got to work harder, you got to play more physical. And that's what we tried to do. And we just weren't good enough to win a whole lot of games. Well, you know, it's funny because I have a lot of friends in Denver that I, they say that we're so far forth in the depth chart for sports here. And I'm like, but the team is so good. But it's just not a hockey state, I guess. But look at what has happened since Avalanche. And the sad part, Colorado Rockies left. They went to New Jersey. New Jersey wins a few cups. Colorado Avalanche, who came from Quebec, they win a few cups, and poor Quebec is the one left out in the cold. Yes, that is sad. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy playing there? I loved it. Uh, yeah. Our family, uh, that was one of our favorite cities to play in, and we got to experience, uh, first of all, I dreamed of playing uh, for the Maple Leafs. That happened six and a half years. Go to Colorado, two, just about two full years of playing there. <clears throat> And then coming back to Calgary and, and getting welcomed as kind of the long-lost son kind of made the circle and came back home, and it couldn't have worked out better. Well, that's why you're so happy all the time. It's, <laughs> I think it's the I, perfect career. You, you know what? I had 16 years, an absolute blast uh, playing uh, the game you love to play. And to be able to still live in the city, we have nine guys from the Stanley Cup team live here. We do all kinds of charity work and uh, love it. Uh, it's so much fun. Well, I'm gonna, we only got a couple minutes left here and uh, there's... <laughs> okay, well, Tacona in Winnipeg wants to know what it was like playing with Chico Resch. Chico... Good Regina guy, Moose Jaw guy. Chico was absolutely obvi uh, <clears throat> obviously one of the best people you'd ever meet. Yeah. He came from uh, the Islanders and that was the goal I scored to put them out of the playoffs that year in game seven overtime. So Chico and I, even <laughs> though he hated it and I loved it, we became best friends. And Chico had a way when Grapes would do uh, uh, line rushes at the end. And Chico possibly had a, a hairpiece. hairpiece. Yeah. And all the boys would say, okay, watch Chico when the goalies would go. And the hairpiece would flop this way and that way. Well, we had more fun laughing with Chico. Of course, and, he'd love it. And he knew it and loved it as well. Such a great guy. And that's the thing. We've been going for 40 minutes. We're going to let Lanny go. He's got a flight to catch. Maybe we'll get you a buffet a doggy bag to go, Lanny. <laughs> we haven't even cracked the Harold Ballard well, Years. if you ever <clears throat> need me to come back, I'd love to come oh, back and you, just Lanny. say hello to all the people all over again. Outsta I appreciate you. Thank all you. Right. And we'll safe travels. We'll see you in Assiniboia.
Thank you. You can get those tickets at Nelson Motors and Equipment in Assiniboia. The Moose will join us next. We've got a sports update, some contests to play. What a great day at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed Coming at you live from the stage bar, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And Darren Moose DuPont, can we say best show ever? I feel like we say that a lot around here. Oh, your mic. Oh, it's over there. Sorry, I moved. We're taking photos. You just realized it? What are you, a rookie? I did just realize. I just realized it now. I was sitting there. And I started, How about that? I started talking and I didn't hear There's myself. No microphone. Hey, we're all taking photos here with Lanny. <laughs> the man, I don't think, has a bad day. How can you? I'm serious. What a great life. I Wins know. the Stanley Cup in his last ever game. Scores right on 500 goals. And you probably didn't hear me say, did you see how many games he played in the NHL? 1,000. 1,111 games. <laughs> I knew it was I over 1,000. <laughs> what? 11-11. I need a minute. So, who's our friend? And I, and I really feel bad because I forget his name. Dan, that's always sitting down here, and he's in the wheelchair. I don't know his name. He just started talking to me okay. yesterday. But he's been watching our show every day, and he's at the bottom yeah. of the stairs as Lanny was leaving. And he's he's like, I wonder if Lanny will remember me. I'm like, I'm sure. Lanny's he's a sharp remember- guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm a super fan. But he's like, when they won the Stanley Cup in 1989... They let me in the dressing room after they won. This guy. And so he's down here, and I overheard, Lanny, I don't know if you remember me, but I could hear them talking. So I hope they had a great exchange. And, but that's what's happening here in Calgary at the Grey Eagle. It's yeah, really cool. they're probably still exchanging, would be my guess. A sports update. The NHL has suspended its dealings with the Russia-based KHL. The NHL told its teams to cease contact with Continental Hockey League counterparts and Russia-based agents as part of the suspension of the Memorandum of Understanding between the leagues, the move could make it more difficult for NHL teams to sign players from the KHL, which Putin is not only a huge fan of, I think he owns a team or two in it. Yeah. Greg Popovich tied Don Nelson's NBA record with his 1,335th career victory as a coach in the Spurs' 117-110 win over the Lakers last night. Popovich, in his 26th season, will try to pass... Don Nelson when San Antonio hosts the Raptors tomorrow night. Tampa Bay Buccaneers corner Richard Sherman has pleaded guilty in Seattle to two misdemeanor charges stemming from a drunk driving and domestic disturbance last summer. Sherman was arrested last July after police said he crashed his SUV in a construction zone and tried to break into his in-laws suburban Seattle home. He has said he was deeply remorseful. Trying to break into your in-laws? There's a joke in there. That's somewhere. not high on most, most people trying most... to break out. He got it. 
This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, I already had mine today. You? Have you had yours? Not yet. It was the almond chocolate chip. Ooh. <laughs> right? So good. RP Show viewers get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. I don't know where we go from here, caller. Lynch, right? <laughs> yeah. My cousin Christine's watching in Medicine Hat. And she says, that's crazy. 11-11. Right? Jason and Red Deer says, I could listen to hockey guys talk about stories all day long. That's good, because we could talk about them all day long. I thought about that. You're getting kind of close to show 11-11. You know, we're about a year and a uh, little. We're only 400 shows away, dude. But, you know, a year and a bit. Exactly 400 shows but away. But what are you going to do? That's it. Say that, Clark, again. Oh, wow. What were you saying, Darren? About- no, I just said you're going to get to show 11-11 and be like, that's it. I'm done. We're done. That's it. Oh, we will get to 11-11. Um, whatever you have, Clark, send it to me. Oh, my God. Listen. Clark just told me, and I appreciate the note, Clark, that Russell Wilson has reportedly been traded. This would be breaking news. This would be breaking news. Uh, While we're on the blockbuster, he just sent it to me. And who is the tweet that you sent me? Tom Pelissaro. The Seahawks and Broncos have agreed in principle on a trade sending nine-time Pro Bowl quarterback Russell Wilson to Denver for a massive haul, including multiple first-round draft picks, plus additional picks and players per sources. From Tom Palacero, a trusted NFL source. Thank you, Clark, for notifying this of that. And here's the first thing that popped into my head. Last week... Pete Carroll said they're not trading Russell Wilson. Last week, we did a poll out of it. Right. (laughs) And I felt guilty putting Russell Wilson's name in the poll. We had Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and who was the fourth? Wasn't Garoppolo, because you said he's gone no matter what. Doesn't matter. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. And And Deshaun Watson won the poll. And this is why... Oh, my God. I'm having flashbacks, Moose. Yeah. So when we first started this show, because the fans see what's out there, and I know what's really there. And I'm like, do you want me to sit here every day and talk about this stuff? For instance, like when Pete Carroll saw, said it, I believed him. Uh, like Ken Holland. We're comfortable with our goaltending. Right. How does he say it with a straight face? Right. And then Sean Simmer comes on here yesterday from TSN 1200 Ottawa and goes, ah, he's got to say that. Why? Why can't you just be honest and say, our goalies are pretty iffy, actually. We're going to be in the market for a goalie at the trade deadline. Just say it. They lie. It's like the Major League Baseball lockout, right? Two weeks ago. Guys, like, what are you guys talking about this for? TSN said it's going to be over by Friday. Right. Oh, but my bad. Yeah, why oh, we... it, was, it was on TSN, so it's got to be true. Yeah. That's why people don't want to paint themselves into a corner <laughs> with bold statements. Why would Pete Carroll say they're not going to trade him? 
two reasons. You don't want to trade them and or to drive up the market, right? You would say you're not going to trade them because you don't want to trade them. And you don't want to trade them, but everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Maybe he got his price. You know, I haven't seen what all the pieces are yet, but... And you got to continue to analyze, and we live in a different world this week than we did last well, week. Well, and I'm okay with saying things change. People can change their minds, you know? Um, yeah. It's okay, okay. Wild. I'm okay with that. Okay, good. Believe me, I'm yeah, okay with that. But can we at least split down the middle and say don't believe everything you hear? That's right. Because, it, it, yeah, don't believe everything you hear, but don't... Don't make decisions tomorrow or bank on tomorrow based on things you heard today, right? Today we say something, tomorrow we might do something different, but you don't see all the circumstances that change in between. And so for Seattle to trade Russell Wilson, they, they see the division they're in and how competitive it is and realize, look, at Denver can give us a lot of pieces here to retool for the future. We're not competing and contending right now, so we need to make that decision. Geno Smith is their quarterback. Yeah, they're not winning anything. <laughs> no. Right? Did the rebuild start today? Which, by the way, this is what we... I don't have a problem with this. Yes. But we should ask the Seahawks people, you know what? We got to get our guy in for Ness on. Yeah. Be- and, and tomorrow. No, like, <laughs> well, preferably. Re- preferably tomorrow. You were looking for a guest, we were, and we were kicking it around in the morning because you're leaving us. We need a Seattle somebody in tomorrow because of Ian this. Ian Um Ian will do it. And that would be great. Um, for Denver, they're really a quarterback away. They've got some playmakers. The defense is good. They've got some, oh. some weapons. And they haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning. So now they've got one. All of a sudden, Denver's a threat. If you're not in contention, make the moves to be in contention. And if you're not, yeah. And that's what Seattle's doing. That's what I'm praying the Winnipeg Jets would do. The Seahawks weren't in contention last year. So they're making moves to retool and get into contention two or three years from now. Can we get a Rick Riggin? Bingo! Bingo! How about that? (laughs) We'll be right back with overtime. It's going to be great. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube live streaming daily, and if you missed any part of the show, you can catch our podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Here we go. Here we go. It's a big day. It's overtime. Proudly presented by the by uh, the Four Seasons Sports Publisher, home for the NFL and UFC. Look at the hair on Moose. <laughs> Look at that. You're specifically showing your flow there. That's okay. Hour two of the program brought to you by Great Western's Original 16 Beer, the best beer in the game. And I picked that up. At the rush game. Yeah, that's a good one. They don't, they don't mind if I use that because I have specific liners here from them to read. No, I think that's great. But as you know, I like to go off script. Yeah. Sometimes to my detriment. <laughs> so That's okay. If I get pushback, I'll tell you. Okay. The best beer in the game. Great Western Original 16. Uh, maybe I should read what they want me to read. Original 16 beers are found across Western Canada. And if you're lucky, there might even be one in your fridge. Purchase at a store near you today. It's just an endless stream of sports personalities coming down here to Gray Eagle. And I thank Lee for that and producer Clark. It's been amazing. 
Uh, it's going to continue. Uh, well, we're here for a few more weeks, and we're coming back in April. Yeah. Everybody's just having oh. a great time. And they're all loving that we're up here. Like, why don't we do this sooner? Up on the stage bar. This is what I wanted to do from day one. I know it is. But we got it approved. We got through the red tape. And that's true. Speaking of off script, I got that foreigner contest details like literally 45 seconds ago. Oh, from Sheldon? Yeah. So we got. Perfect. We got two tickets to give away to foreigner on the 20th, next Sunday on the 20th. So we'll do those next week. We'll give those away next week, okay? I'll give you all the details. We're not doing any giveaways yet. We don't need to do them yet, but be, be listening next week, and we'll give you some tickets to Foreigner. What did I say about Bob Cole? <laughs> Everything is happening. And with the trade, it's a thing. Russell Wilson going from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos for a package of picks and players, from what we understand. It's funny, Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, the Seahawks just stole everything from the Broncos' house except the doorknob. Do you even know what they got? Do you know? It's out there. I haven't seen it yet. Ryan H. says, he's in the chat, he says, time for Geno Smith to shine. Geno Smith and shine have never been said in the same sentence before. I'm sorry. He didn't do anything for the Seahawks last year when he came in when Russell was hurt. No. From Gino DePauli, who was sitting in that chair yesterday. He says, I can't even function right now. My Broncos are back, baby. And this on the heels of Aaron Rodgers signing a four-year, $200 million deal this morning. Because youth, I th- we all thought Denver was kicking tires on Aaron Rodgers, right, for the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you not think A-Rod signs... In Green Bay, and the Seahawks immediately are on the phone to Denver. Well, yeah. Or Denver's on the phone to the Seahawks. Well, and just recently, like Washington, the commanders had thrown everything at Seattle for Russell Wilson and couldn't get a deal done, and they tried to do whatever it took to get Russell Wilson. So that didn't happen. So Denver gives up the kitchen sink and the bathtub and the, you know, the vanity and everything else. Uh, I'm still... But you have to do that. I'm in favor of that. I'm in favor of that. I'm a fan of that, too. And as a matter of fact, I'm in favor of the blockbuster deal from Denver's perspective because they know what they're getting in Russell Wilson. Yeah. Here it is. According to multiple reports, I'm reading from TSN.ca, and it's got to be true. It's on TSN. The Seattle Seahawks are trading their star quarterback to the Denver Broncos. While the terms of the deal have been agreed to, it's pending a physical and subject to Wilson's approval, which, by the way, he's apparently wanted out of there the last two years. Seems like a Tom Brady situation, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Schefter reports that if completed, the trade will be one of the largest in NFL history. Where's the terms? (laughs) Says more details. Can somebody send me the terms of the deal? I don't know how Todd Pickney's got it, but he said Drew Locke might be involved. Send it to him. Write it in the chat. I go to TSN and they don't have it. <laughs> Max Hardwick is watching. Where are you, Max? Oh, El Salvador. He's watching, streaming on YouTube. Let the Geno Smith era begin. Said no one ever. Uh, Jeff Cabillas in Winnipeg watching. He says, I think Rod almost said Thunderbirds. Dub heart. Oh, I've always be a dub guy, of course. And the Thunderbirds are very close in here. Yeah. I don't think I almost said Thunderbirds, but maybe. 
I'm still waiting on the terms. It's funny. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, by the way, I'm a Seahawks fan. He says, that's a good question. Who will be Seattle's quarterback next year? It was immediately what the first thing I thought about. Who's next? So if Drew Locke's part of it, it'll be Drew Locke. Yes. But here's the, so this was the tweet from Pelissero about 15 minutes ago that they've agreed uh, in principle to a trade, nine-time Pro Bowler Russell Wilson to Denver, for a massive haul, including multiple first-round picks plus additional picks and players. So we're waiting to find out what that looks like. I have no problem with, with trading draft picks. You know, um, it's the National Football League. How, how many times now are we seeing star players come out of the fourth, fifth, sixth round? Happens a lot. Right, and you whiff on first-round picks. If you can get a proven player who can make you an instant Super Bowl contender, and you're going to give up first-round picks, I've got no problem with that. This is this is amazing. Uh, from Sportsnet, I get a notification: last minute of play, <coughs> last minute of play in the RP show. The Seattle Seahawks and Denver Broncos have reportedly agreed to a deal centered on Super Bowl-winning quarterback Russell Wilson, according to Adam Schefter. Other elements of the deal were not immediately reported. That's from Sportsnet. Like, that's the only crappy thing. Hear from USA Today. The notifications are going off. Like a slot machine here at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Um, Denver Broncos landed their long-sought franchise quarterback after all, just not the one many expected. They're quoting Tom Pelissero. Doesn't have any terms of the deal at USA Today either. So I guess we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. And I hope that we get Ian... For Ness, and I thank you, Clark, for um, alerting us of that and taking over the final segment. Thanks, Moose. Thank you. Thank you to Lanny McDonald. Thank you to Michael Bluestein, a foreigner. And we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus TV. We don't know what we're doing. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.